This is a podcast to document the strange times we are living in, to give musicians an opportunity to share their experiences during social distancing and self-isolation measures, self-hosted snapshots of this unique time. Welcome to Social Distancing Diaries. Hello and welcome to the Social Distancing Podcast. I'm Blaine, I sing in Mystery Jets. Today is a Sunday and I think we're about week three in the quarantine that we're all living in at the moment. How are you doing with that? It's interesting. I think everyone is finding different ways to stay up and connected and I suppose new ways of being. It's a, it's a very different space to exist in. I mean, I'm living right in the middle of London. I live in an area called Clerkenwell. So I'm kind of in the middle of everything, but it's a bit like being in 28 days later or something like that. I mean, without the zombies, but it's a complete ghost town. It's, it's a funny place to be during the lockdown because central London, we're so used to seeing it full of commuters and people and cars and buses but you know buses go right outside my front window and they're empty there's no one on them you might have one or two key workers you might see people leaving night shifts first thing in the morning or off on their way late at night it's generally a bit of a ghost town and um I don't know. It's an interesting way to experience the city. I suppose I could get out of here. I could go and stay with parents. But really, I would have had to make that decision a few weeks ago. So I'm here for the long haul. And you know what? I think it's going to be okay. The building that I live in, I should probably say this to begin with, is is a property guardian building. So there's a few of us living in here. And our job is kind of to act like human guard dogs to keep unwanted people out and to stop the place burning down but it generally attracts people that are artists musicians work in film photography I suppose people who are looking to have a little bit of space where they can make their work from home which is what we do our studios in the basement which is very convenient during a time like this because I can just potter down there and pour some of my experiences out and put them into songs which is a great luxury we released our new album on friday and i'm not here in any way to promote it but i suppose it's perhaps interesting just to talk about the context in which it's been released because whenever we've released an album in the past it's been you know amidst playing at record stores or going out on tour and meeting our audiences doing lots of promo but of course None of that is possible, (laughs) which means it's probably the most relaxed album launch we've ever had. I mean, it's a shame because it's, it's always so rewarding after however many months, weeks, years work you've put into making a record to finally get a chance to introduce it to the world and get to meet our fans and share it with them. So, you know, we're slightly robbed of that, but I suppose the, the, you know, the age, the modern age that we're living in means that we can connect in avatar form with our fans. And, you know, it's been so lovely just in the last two days since the album's come out to see people, you know, letting the record into 
their lives, which is really lovely because it's been something that um, has been... It's been a work of love for us for about three years. We've just put all our time into it and it's lovely to release it out into the world. I mean, what else is different? So, yeah, we've had to cancel all our shows for the time being, all our in-stores. Um, we've very fortunately managed to move the tour to the autumn, um, which means the songs will finally get their chance to um, see the light of day live which is always the most rewarding thing. You know, I, I try to be optimistic um, as much as possible. And I think perhaps it's not such a bad time to release a record because I think people are looking to connect. I think we're all looking to find new ways to connect with each other. And, you know, in the absence of physical contact which we're all feeling a little bit starved from I think music can be a friend during times like this and I don't just mean our music you know I mean all kinds of music I mean every day I'm listening to new things I've got my vinyl records out of the attic the figurative metaphorical attic I don't actually have an attic I've just got a screen in my spare room which I kind of use to hide all the rubbish in the detritus of my life so I went back there and I dug out my records and you know they are they're kind of getting me through this you know I've dug out some albums that I haven't listened to for a little while and they're like old familiar friends that I can spend some time with so I feel actually good about the record coming out at this time and also you know it is an album which documents the various divides that we've had in society for the last four or five years you know be they political divides generational divides you know social economic differences which have created a lot of conflict particularly living in this country and I think the record really has tried to find a way of breaking down some of those walls and barriers which people tend to build up between themselves and the world around them. But a lot of those systems have sort of ground to a halt. You know, that machinery, which we're all cogs in to a certain extent, has sort of uh, had the power cable pulled out of it. And we're having a chance, a rare chance, to sort of look at ourselves and into ourselves and really ask the question of what's important. And I think right now it's quite simple things. It's food. It's perhaps a little music, a little something to drink, if you're that way inclined. Family, connecting with them as much as we can over FaceTime, Google Hangout, house party, however you want to do it. And home, you know, the place that we're, that we're in right now, whether it's a caravan or it's a flat in a city or you're staying with your family in the suburbs or wherever you are, maybe you've found an underground bunker somewhere with lots of tins of baked beans because they're not in our supermarkets I don't know where they've all gone um, but these are the things I think we're having a reappraisal of what's important right now and I think it is the simple things so speaking of which I'm gonna go and make myself some food because that's one of the things we need to get us through the day so I'll check back with you in a little bit
Hello, just checking back in again. So lunch wasn't very successful. I just thought I'd nip across to the supermarket opposite my apartment. But they're out of sandwiches. I just wanted a really simple, basic sandwich, like a cheese and onion or a plowman's. Nope nothing absolutely nothing so I had to walk about four blocks to find Marks and Spencer's so anyway I got my sandwich and I came back and uh, I had to do a little bit of promo it's kind of strange normally at this time as I was saying earlier we'd be out playing in record stores up and down the country we'd be getting ready to go out and uh, tour the UK with our live show but all of that is off the cards for the time being. So I'm having to fulfill press duties in other ways. So lots of Skype, lots of FaceTimes, all this kind of stuff. And um, it's, it's fun. It kind of forces you to be inventive and I suppose to face and conquer your fears, which I don't like turning the lens the other way. You know, I've never been a selfie person. I hate it. But in this kind of a situation, you have to accept that that's the only way that people are going to get to hear you talk or, you know, to, to sing songs, which is literally from my living room, which is where we did our live stream on Friday. That was super scary. If you tuned in, I'm really sorry you had to witness that. But yeah, so that's what I've been doing today. But I'm really looking forward to this afternoon the sun's come out and oh, we really needed this sun I can tell you I mean a week ago I was walking around Russell Square Park near me and I was in my full-on like peg coat wearing gloves a scarf so the sun's come out and people are talking about going to the beach I mean I really hope people don't go to the beach but in you know in an alternative universe you could go to the beach it's that kind of weather so I'm really excited. I'm going to go out for a long walk this afternoon and I'll catch up with you on the other side. All right. Peace out. Okay, so I've just got back from what was meant to be a really relaxing afternoon walk in the gorgeous baking sunshine which we've got in London today. It's a Sunday. I mean, every day is kind of like a Sunday at the moment. There's nothing really to distinguish between days of the week. That's sort of a long forgotten memory. But today is actually a Sunday. So I just thought, you know what? The emails aren't coming in. I'm, I'm going out and I'm going to take this opportunity to connect with the real world, the tangible real world. And obviously taking into account social distancing. The issue is that I had to drive in my car to get to the park that I wanted to take a walk around because it's a little, it was a little way across London. <sighs> anyway, my car decided to break down on me when I was virtually within eyesight of the park. And I, so the car I've got is a little bit older than me, actually, which always makes me feel really good because it doesn't matter how old I get, I'll never be as old as my car. And so it makes you feel good about yourself. And also you can put the roof down and it's, and it's pretty and it's chocolate brown. But anyway, it's an old car and the accelerator just decided to like snap out on me. The pedal was going down, but the clutch wasn't taking or whatever the 
correct mechanical term is for it. So I had to pull into a little side road. Fortunately, I've got a guy, anyone who out there who, who owns a, an older car will know that you've got to have a guy or a girl. You've got to have someone that you can call during times like this. I called my guy. His name's Jonathan. Shout out to Jonathan. He's saved me on numerous occasions. He came down and he said, yeah, your accelerator cable has snapped. And he'd never seen that happen to a car like mine before. But thankfully, he was able to take it off me and drive it back to where he looks after cars. So I'm super fortunate, you know, and another example of someone just going out of their way to help someone else, which there's a lot of that happening at the moment. And I I think it's actually really inspiring. And I think it's something that we're perhaps all trying to do more of in our own way. And I hope when we go back to reality, we'll be taking that forward with us. So Jonathan came to the rescue of my old car, the Bourbon Biscuit, my car's called. But then I was stranded like in another part of London. So I needed rescuing and there's no taxis at the moment. And public transport's obviously not advised. So thankfully, my kind, amazing father, Henry Harrison, also in the Mystery Jets, came to my rescue and we both put on our face masks and um, he drove me back in the direction of where I live. That was really lovely and I, I think I felt really starved of contact and although we weren't able to hug like we normally would, I think we both felt very appreciative for that moment a very simple thing just being in contact with someone that you love dearly we can't take these things for granted and i think this uh the this quarantine period is is teaching us that so that was how my afternoon went but i'm back home now and i'm a little bit traumatized by the car accelerator cable snapping incident but i'm gonna dive into some cooking which always seems to take some steam off it always calms me down I mean I'm a terrible chef but I've recently got a cookbook I think I got it for Christmas it's Rukmini Ears roasting tin book then they're very simple one dish dinners which if you're like me and you have zero cooking game it's really good you just get your pan like your roasting dish your baking tray I don't know what you call it <laughs> A tray bake. They're tray bakes, essentially. And um, they're really beautifully photographed and they tell you what you need to have in your spice cabinet before you start and what groceries you need. And there's different options depending on whether you're vegan or pescatarian. And there's some great recipes in here. So I highly advise it if you're someone like me and diving into the kitchen can be a little bit traumatic then it's a great starting place it's i mean it's the only cooking book i own it's called the roasting tin she's also written a sequel which is called the green roasting tin and then i believe there's a third edition called the quick roasting tin which is more like half hour meals these generally take about an hour i've tried about five of them and i'm going to try something new this evening i'm going to try the spiced rose cauliflower sweet potato and okra with yogurt and almonds so a bit of a kind of moroccan north african flavor to this one um wish me luck and i'll see you on the other side Just checking back in with you, I'm happy to say that dinner was a success. I hope yours was a success. 
I didn't quite have everything that I needed. But, you know, I, I switched a few things around with things I had in my spice cabinet because I'm an adult. I'm a grown up. I have a spice cabinet now. It's a little bit understocked, but I made do and I hope you're making do. And, you know, I think perhaps one of the things this time is teaching us is to make do with what we've got and what's available to us, which a lot of the time is not what we do. You know, I think we're very conditioned to crave lifestyles we don't have, holidays we're not on, parties we're not at. In a strange way, what quarantine has done is it's kind of leveled everything out. FOMO is off. FOMO is cancelled because everyone's in the same situation. We're all in the same boat. I think that creates an opportunity for us to actually kind of reevaluate where we're at with things, with stuff. We're so pressurized to kind of keep the wolf from the door and stay on track with our careers and our social lives, all these things which govern our lives for a reason. But actually, I think stripped of a lot of those things, we can still get by and we can find a way to appreciate simple things. A really good example of that was last week where for a second time in the UK, we all came to our windows and our balconies and our front steps and we applauded the NHS frontline workers who are keeping the country going through this insanely difficult time. And I think as it has for so many, this period has completely reawakened my sense of appreciation for how hard people are working to keep the country on its feet and look after those of us who have fallen victim to this disease. And I think that's something that we need to remember carrying forward, you know, those people that kept this country going um, at such a difficult time. So I suppose that leads me on to a song which I'd like to play for you guys. And it's a song on our new album. It's a song on Billion Heartbeats. And I think it's quite appropriate in a way because it's a song about how actually it can take a really difficult time to bring out our humanity and this inherent, I think, kindness that we all have in us to help strangers and to be better neighbours and to be a more useful part of our communities, whatever community we're living in. And this song is really about that. So this is me signing off and I hope you're well and keeping safe wherever you are. This has been really fun. Catch you soon. Why does it take a tragedy to make our true colours come out? We only feel the life in our lips and heartbeat beneath the skin. When time is running out, but there's for listening to Social Distancing Diaries. If you want to discuss your own experiences, join the conversation. You can reach us on socialdistancingdiaries at gmail.com at sddpod on Twitter at socialdistancingdiariespod on Instagram and on facebook.com forward slash socialdistancingdiaries. Social Distancing Diaries is a Dark Shepherd production. Voiceover by Gemma Moore. Theme music is This City by Treasure Season. Edited by Jed Shepard. Concept by Tom Dark.